Okay, so welcome to the last episode on Sense Updates with Imanuel Desiree. And yes, it took quite a while to do this particular one. Um, this particular gift is the type that could literally make me very vulnerable because um, talking about my post-camp experience, I have so many stories that are not too exciting to share. In terms of my mistakes I made, and um, usually it's not easy to share such stuff, but I hope to in this recording. And of course, uh, I want to mention that I served at Ondo State at at Jawa, a very local community made up of about eleven smaller towns, and it was such a beautiful experience. It was rural for me, and um, to begin with, I would like to share the fact that. Yeah, NYC gave me new experiences. It's similar to every phase, season, and um, region you walk into that you have never experienced before. That is what Ajoa did for me. And in terms of things I've never done in my life, Ajoa brought me into experiences of what? Cooking with firewood. <laughs> brought me experience of what? I, I literally went to a mountain, a mountain region I um, walked into a police station. What else? I got to a wood mill. I'm not sure that is so much of an achievement. But um, something else. Ah, I took a tour. I took a tour around about, I think, the entire... Uh, we had like seven kings, if I can recall very well. We had like seven kings. Because Ajoa is a community made up of smaller communities. So um, years back, one of the leaders just brought together every single community. I was like, ah, let's just become one people and that is the idea behind it so they have so many kings there and it's so surprising the the peace they have in that place even though there were issues of um, insecurity in terms of kidnappings but yet it's very peaceful in terms of how they coexist and that is so beautiful so ajoa brought me experience of um walking into palaces different palaces local palaces and uh, yoruba palaces and it, it was wonderful meeting, you know, these different kings, you know, these chiefs, or some of them, I met the daughters, stuff like that. Yeah, I think it was also in Ajoa, I actually climbed my first tree as well, because I grew up uh, in a, let's say, a city, so I didn't really, so my first experience of climbing a tree was from Ajoa. It wasn't so high though, but uh, yeah, that was another one. So the first lesson I like to share is that every time you walk into a new space, especially if you have this ample time, especially if you have this ample time and um, you don't, you are not overly occupied. Even though you are overly occupied, as far as you have ample ample time, do well to experience the environment. It was local community, so I literally felt freer to do a whole lot of things like walk around. You know, you could walk with slippers all around the places, you know, just just walking. And I remember it's usually during the evening sections, like when it's getting to the evening time, everywhere is cooler, it was easy. So sometimes I just get bored because um, where I served, I served in the school and I was just, we were just two coppers because this was the post-pandemic era. So at that point, we still had very limited coppers around. So for my particular, for my lodge precisely, I was just the lady there. And then, of course, eventually we started having more persons. And I was still the only lady. I think it was just like three months to my POP that we actually had a lady join in. 
I think another experience, um, yeah, another experience I had was I farmed for the first time in my entire life. It was, it was a mixed experience. Okay, so uh, for my lodge, we had this backyard uh, that was just open. And it was obvious that um, there were ridges. In other words, um, it has been planted upon prior. So I just spoke to the landlord and I'm like, oh, can we farm? So just like, oh yeah, of course you can. And he was such a nice man. He was not always around. They usually travel. So yeah, he gave us the opportunity. Um, he gave me the opportunity to farm for the first time. So I, I actually harvested maize. Not all of them. Some died. <laughs> and um, I harvested okra. Ah, the tomatoes died. Pepper never resurrected. And um, yeah, so pretty much that was another experience. It was so wonderful. And um, yes, that was the first lesson I like to share. Always learn to experience your environment. It does something to you. It does something to you. Interacting with people, interacting with a new language. Yeah, it was a Yoruba community as well. So the second lesson I like to share has to do with more of spirituality okay so i served at um nccf like i've mentioned before nigerian christian corpus fellowship so nccf brought me into a new reality with god my work with god so at first i didn't want to serve as the coordinator at my unit so for nccf there's if you know about nccf so well you know that nccf exists in over 34 states in nigeria and in every state you have a secretariat and it's usually located at the you know the main place in the entire state i think we call it some um, capital right yeah so every single state you have a secretariat and then you have zones the zones represent your local the different regions and then of course those regions have sub zones and then the sub zones have units those ones are very 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 smaller towns and communities so i I served in a very small town, and that's Ajawa. So I was in a unit under a sub-zone, under a zone, under a secretariat, yes. So uh, prior to that time, when I gave my life to Christ at school, I was struggling with consistency in terms of having fellowship with the Holy Spirit every single day of my life. So sometimes it just skipped. Sometimes I, I didn't feel it was quality enough, you get so I was struggling with that from school days into NYC and in the process of just serving in the capacity of what I did, just that commitment towards God's work, it actually matured me in that aspect. Literally, there's no day that passes by that I don't have a time, just me and God and that timeline we also have. And it happened. I broke out into that new reality through NCCF and it was simply amazing for me. And of course, there are other things I learned in terms of uh, my leadership traits and all of that. So, yeah, um, working in the house of God has its rewards. Yeah, it has, has its rewards. So if you have the opportunity, no matter where you go to, because where I was, uh, nobody did a handover for me or for us. We met the place, you know, it was almost like a follow ground. So we had to start. Um, those who organized the fellowship years prior didn't have a house there's something we call a house as well for nccf and um as a couple you get to live there you get to live there um you have roles responsibilities and you just live as a family of christ you know 
giving your quarter, you eat the same food and all those kind of wonderful uh, brotherly stuff that most of us did not experience prior to NCCF. It is there, it's amazing, it's rich, it's so rich. And uh, yeah, we didn't have such a house, so we just used hostess. And of um, course, I learned so many things being there. I failed also in leadership. And in that same place, I saw the power of prayer because when I started depending more on God through prayer, I started seeing God change situations. Like, for instance, who we handed over to, it was someone that kept saying no. But by the time I handed the old matter to God, the individual just turned around and was like, oh, you know what, I'm going to do it. Like, just like that. We just saw men who were saying no, more of them who were saying no, started saying yes. And so amazing. That was another aspect of um, leadership that I got to see God come through. And it's, it's uh, literally adaptable to every situation, whether at work, in school, wherever. As far as you're leading, in the terms of the capacity of a role or a position, you can always leave everything in the hands of God. Do your part and ask him to help you. Yeah, it always works out. Yeah, I think the whole thing... Oh, okay, well, I've gotten to the vulnerable part. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so th this one, um, if you're still listening... Okay, so I'm the third... I'm the last born in my home. The last born in my home. And, oh, okay. It took a while to learn a whole lot of things for me. It took, a, it took a whole lot of time to learn a whole lot of things because I always have people doing things for me. Um, or usually the things that I'm not counted in terms of like responsibility. It's like, oh, let's give it to the other one to do this and that. So it was still affecting me, it was still affecting me, even to the aspect of um, personality trait. So I am secondarily a choleric and I can be very forceful and demanding, especially if it's towards a cause. So that was affecting me still. And I was yet, and I was still a born again Christian. Yes, hallelujah. <laughs> so um, yeah, one of the best things that God did for me um, during that um, period of my life was that he taught me how to really interact. Like, like I'm still getting better, but I know I, I started seeing a different light on how to live with people from that time in NCCF and um, NYC. So, yeah, pretty much that's what I, I got to share. It's called Sense Update. I'm hoping that a teenager out there who is yet to go for service or school or name it is going to listen to this and it's going to be so helpful to you. Thank you so much for listening. You can reach out to me. I'll be more than willing to interact more and share my experiences with you. God bless you.